we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin Wood. we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Barren faith days end for you today. Say, my faith has to produce. I want you to say it with authority, say, my faith has to produce. I will settle for nothing less. That must be your mindset this Resurrection Sunday morning. That my faith must produce. I ain't going to be a believing God and don't see nothing. I ain't going to be a stand on the word and ain't nothing manifesting. I done been there, done that, and it don't feel good. It is very aggravating and very frustrating. It is make you stop giving. It is make you stop praying. It is make you say, Kesarah, Sarah. Because it don't make no sense. I fight because the more I fight, the worse it gets. My prayers ain't been at that season is over. The word of God declares in Romans chapter 1 verse 11, I long to be with you that I may impart some spiritual gifts unto you. I'm telling you, there's an impartation from your man of God to you this morning and I impart unto you that you shall bring forth. I, I Listen to me. I'm going to be, call me Eli today. Glory be to God. Because Hannah was there praying and says, I want me a son. And Eli says, listen to me, girlfriend. As much as y'all talk bad about Eli, don't sleep on Eli now. Eli said, I promise you by this time next year you're gonna have you a child your faith gonna produce within 12 months and i'm gonna stand as bishop eli this morning and declare over everyone in this house whose faith has been barren for the last year two years three years four years you couldn't see nothing manifest i declare your faith is about to bring forth if you receive that stand to your feet turn around once and shout and then sit back down it's about to bring forth it's about it's about to bring forth it's about to bring forth all right sit down Now, barren faith is the epitome of an oxymoron. Because faith can't be barren. That's oxymoronic. Faith produce. James got so cold. James said, show me your faith. Not barren. Your faith can't be barren. You got to bring forth. Now, I got to hurry up. I don't have to hurry, but I'm going to. Acts chapter 4, something is in this text that I must bring to you now because this text kind of drives home what Holy Ghost said to me and what we're saying in this word. This going to bless your life. Go to Acts chapter 4. Are you there? Are you there? Say I there. Okay, you don't know where yet. 
Go to verse 33. My God, I want to release something on y'all this morning. Glory to God. Y'all ready to receive? Boy, this is a morning of impact. I'm telling you, this is a morning of impartation. I'm going to let you go right now. I'm going to let you go. Uh, but I got to give you this. Acts 4 and 33. And with great power. With what? Great power. This is very important. And with what? Great power. Go ahead. Gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of okay. the Lord. Here is how you give witness. Do you see, the, do you see how this thing coming together? Because Paul talked about that your, your, your faith is vain if Christ be not raised from the dead. And watch this. I told you that your faith can't be barren. Now look how it comes together. Ready to get, read it again, Dwayne. What it says? And with great power uh -huh. gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And what else happened? And great grace. What was, happened again? And great grace. So we have great and great. So he says with great power they gave witness and great grace was upon them. I'm running out of time because I can't get to this power and this grace. But I got to release upon you the spirit of greatness. And I hope I can get to this next week. If I don't, I don't. But um, let's at least establish, and the Holy Ghost said this to me. He says, tell this church that they must accept the greatness that's being released on them. I, I know that sounds weak and your response is weak and that's fine. I'm almost there. Greatness, I wrote this down here, is so powerful. We cannot give witness to the resurrection if you are afraid to be great. Wow. We cannot give witness to the resurrection if you are anti-great. Greatness is a part of the package and has been ordained for every believer. Greatness did not begin in Acts 4. Don't make me go to Romans 4 and prove it. Can I get a consensus that we're supposed to be uh, cheering a father Abraham? Even if you will confirm it, you know the song. Father Abraham had many sons, had many sons. That's the part right there. Right. Right. Right there. That's enough. That's enough. So I is one, you is one. We, we, are, we are inheritors, benefactors of the blessing of Abraham. Say amen to that. All right, so, so we ain't got to go and prove it through the Bible. Read, read it when you get a chance. Romans chapter 4, it talks about it and other places in Scripture that we are benefactors of the blessing of Abraham. The blessing is on me. Do, 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 do. Da. All right, the blessing of Abraham is upon us. Please don't leave. Let me get this to you and let you go. You got to get this. Go now, Rev. Rev, go to Romans. No, no, no. Genesis 12, verse number 2, Rev. Read. And I will make of thee a great nation. What? And I will make of thee a great nation. Now, what book of the Bible is this? This is the first book of the Bible. This Genesis. And we are benefactors of the blessing of Abraham. So you just saw greatness in Acts 4. It didn't start in Acts 4. We back now in Genesis chapter 12. Wow. What does it say? Read it, Dwayne. And I will make of thee a great nation. What else? And I will bless thee. 
Uh -huh. And make thy name great. Hold on now. He says, listen, I ain't going to only make you a great nation. When people hear your name, they're going to tremble. Now, now, see, see, you got to understand that if we are going to truly impact and influence a world that has turned their back on anything that looks like church and anything that looks like God, we as believers cannot be afraid to be great. If we're going to truly make a dent in what's happening in this nation, you can't do that if you accept in weakness. Greatness is how you change the game. Can I say something to y'all? Um, um, a few weeks ago, I heard this and I, I had to write this down. Some of you can laugh. A few weeks ago, greatness visited the Bahamas. And greatness, watch this, ended the pandemic. Two weeks ago, greatness came here. And greatness said, no, sir. I don't wear no mask. <laughs> greatness says, enough of this pandemic. High on this run. Greatness says, Prime Minister, come to a closed room with no windows. Bring 300 of your supporters. And we will meet in Bama. Yeah. You don't wear a mask. You don't wear a mask. You don't wear a mask. Hold on. Here to fall. They told us whatever you do, keep your mask on. They said, some of you know, wear two masks. They said, if you want to get inside this place, you got to get vaccinated. And get boost. And then boost the boost. But the greatness came in. Lord, all these years we've been breaking up our car on certain roads. Greatness yes, came sir. to town. Yes, sir. All of a sudden, Lord, smooth road here, smooth road there, smooth road everywhere. Because we got to make some provisions for when greatness pulls on the scene. Because there are certain requirements that has to be met if greatness going to come to town. And I need to tell someone in this room that God says it's time for you to walk into your greatness. And if you're going to walk into your greatness, you got to understand some things going to have to change just because you announce your arrival. Some things got to be turned right side up and upside down all because you... establishes its own rules. I, I saw something with greatness. I don't know if y'all know this. 
But listen, if we invite the Governor General to a Lightwood Center service, and we say we stand at 8 o'clock, and he comes at 9 o'clock, we can't start till he reaches. We have to sit here and wait. That's the Governor General. In church, there's a protocol. When we given, if this is church service, and we given on and establishing protocol, we just call the revs first. And then the civic leaders. But if the Governor General here, the first name we recognize here is the Governor General. And I watched when greatness came to town. The Governor General in the front of the line. And that looks strange to me. Because the Governor General always in front of the line. But whatever was great before greatness reached. I try to change some people's mind in this room to know who you are. Whatever was great, when greatness comes in the room, that has to bow. Watch this, because his greatness was only because of their greatness. Oh, y'all didn't understand. Y'all didn't know this country and the constitution and that. So, so what made him great is the fact that, and you don't understand, you got a boss insulting you and talking bad to you. You got folks, them treating like you as nothing. And you don't realize that the reason they got job, the reason they got business, the reason they get customers is because great you is in the business. And you be selling yourself. I ain't telling you to be rude. I ain't telling you to be stink. But you got to know who you are. Ah, that if this is to me, if I pull my services from this business, this thing going down, down, down. It's because of me here. I gotta go. Greatness means, write this down, to be large in five areas. Greatness means to be large in number. Oh, I just remember something else. I said, oh man, I get time to say that. It means to be large in number. Say large in number. It means to be large in intensity. I can preach on five of these because I'll give you an example of large in number. If I could ask how much money you got, and you say, give me a second. Dying larger number. Larger number takes a little while to count. And so, when you're great, everything attached to you is supposed to be great. Larger number, large in intensity. That means that, that your impact is significant. Next one is large in sound. Great means to be large in sound. <laughs> That's why whenever glory comes in, there's always a sound first. Number four, this is big right here. This bless me. And this, this, is, this, is, this is what the Bible says is what great means. It means to be large, watch this, in age. It means to be large in age. Someone shout, I can't die now. Say, so ain't nothing change. I can't die now. 
and I'm, I told you this, that we repented. We live in long and we live in strong. We ain't going to be feeble. Glory to God. Let me end. Number five, great means large in importance. So we will be large in number, large in intensity, large in sound, large in age, and large in importance. I got to go. Can I dispel a myth? This ain't going to make you shout, but it's going to make you think. There's a scripture that talks about greatness that I got to dispel because we, we don't rightly divide it. Look at what it says here. Matthew 20, 25, 26. But Jesus called them unto him and said, you know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them and they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you, but whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. Holy Ghost told me to clear this up for you. He says, because many of us, Jody, have a misconception that the way to be great is to serve. Church, go quiet. But that's what Jesus says. Jesus says, if you won't be great, just serve. Now, how many of you, by show of hand, know at least 10 great servers? They may be in your family, your mommy, your daddy, who just was good servants. They work hard their whole life. Listen, your hand. Raise your hand. Like, you know, like good service, man. My, my, my auntie, boy, she served. I have an aunt, man. She worked and served her fingers to the bone. Question, how many people you know are great? Servant don't make you great. Bishop, don't say that. Okay, look around. Okay, I'm going to say it then. Servant, serving don't make you great. Serving is what great people do. That was not the formula to become great. That was the code of conduct for greatness. See, because he was saying that the unbelievers, they are so immature and insecure, that's why they need a lord over people. But because you know your greatness comes through your connection with God, you have no problem cleaning the bathroom. Because cleaning the bathroom will not take anything from your greatness. It won't diminish your greatness. You have no problem opening door. You have no problem being an usher in church while you're making a million dollars a year. It don't make no difference to you because you don't need a position to substantiate how great you are. But conversely, don't you be fooled in believing that if you serve long and hard enough, eventually you can become great. It's so. What you can become is probably a great servant. But that will not make you great. I'm, can I challenge your paradigms? Because that's what we've been hearing all our life, Meredith. You won't be great, just keep on serving. Serve, 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 serve. And the people who tell you, who tell you that, they die and nobody ever know them. 
this, this is not a hidden truth. He says your name should be great. If anybody know you, your name ain't great. Look across the room at your neighbor and say, neighbor, who know you? That is not an insult to you. That's to wake you up to say, you ain't there yet. But there's a place that God has taken you to. And I'm telling you that when people hear Lionel Boyd, they say, oh no, I know Lionel Boyd. That's a great man there. When people hear your name, when they hear Lachey Jones, they're going to talk a certain way because your name is about to be great. And as I go to my car, I got to run out of body here. I pray that you receive this revelation that there's a mandate, there is a release, there's an impartation that is upon every single believer to walk in greatness. Your days of being was less than less than is over it's time to change that thing the next way and become greater than because the great one is greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world and because of the god on the inside of you you're supposed to be the head and not the tail the lender and not the borrower oh my god you shall be blessed in the fields and blessed in the storehouse and blessed going and blessed coming that's how we give witness to the resurrection by us walking in our greatness. Father, I pray now, very bowed down head, everyone struggling with self-esteem issues, everyone who allowing their conditions to tell them that they can't be great. There is a thought saying, but all of us can't be great. That's impossible. I come against that thought right now that these people in this room will accept what you said. You said that greatness is a state that we've been called to exist in. And so we receive it right now. Oh, my hand is well on fire. Lift your hands. Every paradigm in their mind be brought down now. Every thinking that has been anti-greatness. I pull it down. Woo! Glory to God. On this resurrection morning, I pray for a people that are determined to prove your resurrection. A people that will confirm that Christ is indeed risen from the dead. Look at me. Look at what my faith is doing. Look at what God is doing in little old me who didn't do good in school. Who didn't grow up on that side of town. But look at what God has done in my life. I thank you, Father, that we will give witness to your resurrection and to who you are in the earth. I thank you for a great people that are rising up. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reese Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.